This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, September 3rd, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The Obama administration has an odd approach to human rights. For the White House, apparently equality before the law means fixing unemployment for some and dealing with the disparities in the incidence of stomach cancer among various demographic groups. Roger Pallon, vice president for legal affairs at the Cato Institute, says the White House is giving human rights the U.N. treatment. The Obama administration joined the U.N. Council on Human Rights just last year. We had walked out of the older commission in 2004 after Sudan, in the midst of ethnic cleansing in Darfur, was unanimously uh, named to the commission. Thereafter, the commission was dissolved, and in 2006, it was reconstituted as the UN Council on Human Rights, populated by such human rights exemplars as Russia, China, Saudi Arabia, Libya, and Cuba. On this new council, all UN members have to file self-assessments every four years of human rights conditions in their country. Just last week, the Obama administration filed its assessment, and it reads like a politically correct policy statement of what it's been doing over the past two years. In fact, it is replete with the kind of identity politics that we've come to expect from this administration. For example, they say that we have human rights problems because, and I'll quote here, work remains to meet our goal of ensuring equality before the law. So what do they mean by inequality before the law? Well, they pose such things as unemployment is higher among blacks and Hispanics than among whites, that racial and ethnic disparities in home ownership rates exist, and that whites are twice as likely as Native Americans to have a college degree. Now, you may ask yourself, what's this got to do with human rights? And when you get to the claim that Asian American men suffer from stomach cancer 114% more often than non-Hispanic white men, then you really bring to the fore that this isn't about human rights at all. This is about provision of goods and services through government. You you get specific there that the Obama administration has conflated the idea of human rights and characteristics that people have. And and equality before the law is something that should exist regardless of characteristics that people have. Uh, Their humanity is what gives them their human rights. Do they address that at all, or is is this a more United Nations notion of human rights? To get to what's really going on here, you have to go back and look at the origins of the United Nations which charged itself with protecting human rights around the world. And it issued its Universal Declaration of Human Rights. But in that declaration, the UN conflated two kinds of rights, namely real rights and spurious rights. The real rights are those that are contained in the Convention on Civil and Political Rights, which the United States signed and which the Senate ratified. They're the kinds of rights we would all recognize, the rights that uh, protect us against uh, political repression, religious persecution, torture, show trials, censorship, and the like. The other covenant on economic, social, 
and cultural rights pertain to those kinds of, quote, rights that you find in the European welfare states. For example, Article 24 provides for periodic holidays with pay as one of our basic human rights. Well, the Senate has never signed or never ratified that covenant. With this report, however, the Obama administration has implicitly sanctioned those kinds of rights. It is bought into the idea that they are rights equal to what we would think of as human rights. And that's the great problem with this document. It essentially buys into the UN world view. Under the UN worldview, what happens when our right to, for example, as the Obama administration argues, and Obama candidate Obama argued, health care, a human right, uh, bumps up against what you say are real rights? Because they, they, they cannot coexist uh, indefinitely. No. The problem with these specious rights, these social and uh, economic welfare rights, is that they aren't really human rights. They are provided by governments only by taking from some and giving to others. In other words, you violate some people's rights in order to provide, quote, rights for other people. But what you have in this report is a politically correct uh, catalog of the kinds of things the Obama administration has been doing. Indeed, it poses the uh, the bailout of the uh, financial institutions, Obamacare, and other such programs that it's been engaged in, all in the name of human rights. And so it denigrates the very uh, uh, important notion of a human right. For people who are considering whether or not something ought to be treated as a human right, how should they think about that notion of a human right? What defines it? The notion of a human right is rooted in the idea of the rights that one has as a human being. And there are basically two kinds. Property, broadly understood, as John Locke put it, as lives, liberties, and estates. That's why murder, rape, and robbery are wrong. They're the taking of something that belongs free and clear to another. The second kind of right is the right that we create as we work our way through life by entering into contracts, for example, by entering into marriages and begetting children, by committing torts or crimes. And when those kinds of events take place, it changes the world of rights and obligations. It extinguishes old rights and brings in new rights and obligations. Those are the two basic kinds of rights. And you look at the old classic common law and you see that property and contract were always there as the foundation of the theory of rights, the rights that human beings have as such, which are all reducible to property, and the rights that we can create without violating the rights of other people by entering into contracts. Roger Pallon is Vice President for Legal Affairs at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.